Pizza, pizza, pizza time. The official pizza of the Shock Fantasy Podcast is 7th Avenue Pizza. This is soda-style thin crust at its absolute best. It's not that crappy thin crust. It's solid crust integrity here. Not too thick, not too thin. The sauce was derived from an ancient recipe passed down from the Norse gods. And the cheese, oh, 100% primo cheese on these pies. You can pick your toppings as well. There's your conventional pepperoni or sausage, but there's also five cheese, Mexican, meatball, and pepperoni. Even a bacon cheeseburger za for you. My favorite, though, is the Lucky 7. Italian sausage, pepperoni, beef, Canadian bacon, and three types of cheese. Dang it, my mouth is watering just talking about it. I might need to go fire up the oven and make myself one before the podcast. Find your 7th Avenue pizzas at High V Cub Foods, Lunds and Byerly's, and Holiday Station stores. And go follow them on Twitter at 7th Avenue Pizza. Let them know Shock Fantasy steered you toward their amazing za. Ahoy, Shock Fantasy fans. This is Matt Harrison. And before the show begins, I have three jobs for you. First, please take a look at your phone and hit the subscribe button on the Shock Fantasy podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Second, wherever you're listening, give me a rating and a review for the show. If you include your Twitter handle in the review, we might send you something fun in the mail. We do that periodically. And third, if you haven't yet subscribed to the season pass of Shock Fantasy, you should. You get 365 days of the Shock Fantasy Super Dash, which gives you stats and info to set all of your weekly lineups, including DFS lineups. The redraft and dynasty trade value charts, so you never get taken to the cleaners in a trade. Our waiver wire content each week. The Super Bowl, Thanksgiving, and NFL Draft prop bet games so you can make friendly wagers with your family and friends at the most important football gatherings and preseason cheat sheets for basically every kind of fantasy football imaginable. You'd be getting those for next year. Now all of that curated color coded data comes to you for only $40 for a full year. That's 76.9 cents per week. But if you act now and use the promo code AirBear. You get the whole year for only 25 bucks. That's promo code AIRBEAR, A-I-R-B-E-A-R, for those of you who are brave spellers. Enter that at checkout and we'll knock off $15. Thanks for listening. On to the show. Now, first off, how would we describe shock? <laughs> Welcome to the fantasy. <laughs> nice. Nice. Man, you are one pathetic loser. Ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. Hi everybody, this is Matt Harrison and this is the Shock Fantasy Podcast for Tuesday, December 6th, 2022. Uh, it's late in the evening on uh, a blustery cold Minnesota evening. I'm sick of the winter. Getting ready to move to the south sometime soon. Man, I got to get these kids out of college. Uh, the playoffs start next week, meaning the time to shore up your roster is right now. Uh, have you been making sure that you have the handcuff for your stud running back? How about looking at the matchups in weeks 15, 16, and 17 to make sure that you don't have a handful of disaster scenarios? 
with a position group or two. Uh, find those replacements at you know tight end that you might need in a given week if you're looking at a really tough matchup. Uh, it's the last week of the waiver wire podcast this week because it's go time. The playoffs start next week. Half the teams are eliminated. It's not time to get too cute. Plus, it's time to find the opportunities plus those matchups and then just attack. So some of these players might help you out this week and beyond. But as always, we begin with the Todd Heap Memorial Injury Report. Inconceivable! It is. Uh, Lamar Jackson has a knee injury. They're saying it's a sprain, which could mean he's back in a few weeks. They haven't quite ruled him out for this week, but it sounds like Tyler Huntley will get the start. More on him later. Jimmy Garoppolo broke his foot in the first quarter last week. It sounded like he was done for the year initially, but now reports are saying not so fast he could return in the playoffs. Matthew Stafford is done for the year. His team is almost eliminated from the playoffs. He has a spinal cord contusion and has been placed on IR. Tua Tagovailoa has an ankle injury, but he only missed a few plays. Kenneth Walker III rolled his ankle, and his backup DJ Dallas was like, I want to roll my ankle too. Then he also rolled his ankle. Dallas's uh, injury is considered less serious. Cortland Sutton left the game with a hamstring injury for the Broncos. Traylon Burks left Sunday's game with a concussion. And Hayden Hurst did not return after injuring his calf. All right, now we move on to the quarterback position. Oh, I got to hit this button. Quarterback. Tyler Huntley, as I mentioned, he's only 3% rostered. And we've seen Huntley run the Ravens offense before and be quite successful at it. And just filling in last week, he did what he does best, and that's run the ball. He's just like Lamar. Uh, And he ended up with 41 rushing yards and a score on the ground, along with 187 yards through the air. Uh, He's definitely a Lamar light, and it's trending like he'll get the start at least this week against the Steelers. Now, the dynasty angle is it's Lamar Jackson's contract year, and he's his own agent. And if Lamar's injury is a little bit worse than anticipated, and maybe he doesn't play for a little while, or maybe Tyler Huntley just looks really good in a couple of these backup games, there's a feasible scenario where the Ravens just hand Huntley the job next year and let Lamar hit free agency. In Dynasty Leagues, I'd throw about 20% on him and just kind of hold him on that roster. Could help you in the playoffs, but also might be a starting quarterback next year. In your traditional redraft league, he's worth about a 10% bid. Brock Purdy, no one had him rostered going into last week, and last year's Mr. Irrelevant is anything but now as he'll lead the 49ers likely into the playoffs. The odd thing is, is that he looked all right. He's got some pedigree, was offered a scholarship to Alabama, but turned it down in favor of Iowa State. Uh, He's got a supporting cast around him. I mean, you got that O-line. You got Kyle Shanahan as your coach. You got McCaffrey, Debo, Ayuk, Kittle surrounding any backup in the league, and that guy will be startable in some situations. This week's matchup against the Bucs is the toughest one he'll face for the rest of the year. He's still somewhat interesting in that matchup, though. After that, it's the Seahawks, Commanders, and Raiders, and none of those pass defenses are particularly scary. Purdy is worth about 6% in Superflex leagues. Baker Mayfield is a new Los Angeles Ram. Yeah, the Rams claimed Mayfield off of waivers, maybe just to try to stick it to their division rivals in the 49ers, uh, just prevent them from picking him up and having some success. But they definitely have some QB issues of their own with Stafford done for the year and John Wolford and Bryce Perkins, not exactly household names and not lighting the world on fire. 
The Rams may give Mayfield a look in a couple of weeks. Also, if Stafford's injuries are worse than he let on, and his wife mentioned in some tweets that Matthew's retirement is possible in a roundabout way, the Rams may be in the market for 2023's quarterback right now because they don't have a first in 2023, and the Lions are going to get a top-five pick with that Rams draft selection next year. So, yeah. Can't do the top five protecteds look they do in the NBA. Also, if you need a guy just for this week, Jared Goff is available in about half of sleeper leagues. He gets the Vikings defense at home, and the Vikings have been torched through the air as of recent. Running back. Don't pick up any of the Seattle running backs. I know usually this is like the waiver wire podcast where you tell people who to pick up, but... Kenneth Walker hasn't been ruled out yet after an MRI on his ankle Monday. DJ Dallas, as I mentioned, has an ankle injury of his own. Travis Homer could suit up this week, although he's dealing with a knee sprain. Tony Jones was the last man standing last week and ended with four carries. They're going to force one or two of these guys to play, and it's probably going to be a split backfield. It's not worth trying to grab Dallas, Homer, and Jones altogether. I'm going to pass on the Seattle backfield, even though it's a decent matchup against the Panthers this week. James Cook is 31% rostered. Jimmy led the Bills in carries on Thursday night with 14 carries and 64 rushing yards. Now, Singletary did have 13 carries in the game, but Cook was out-targeted in the passing game over Devin as well. Uh, That might not be the changing of the guard, but we've seen the Bills play a committee approach and maybe even a hot hand approach in the past. Uh, and if Cook is the hot hand down the stretch, it could that could make him very viable. The Jets in Miami the next two weeks are kind of neutral matchups, but the Bears in Week 16 is worth the bid alone. They're almost last in the league against the run, so I'd throw 12% on James Cook right now. Cam Akers is 55% rostered. It's not sexy, but he scored twice last week, and he held the big share of the rushing battle 17-3 to over Kyron Williams. We mentioned that it was worth rostering both of the Rams down the stretch to see who takes the job, and it looks like it's Akers. We're eyeing the Week 17 matchup against the Chargers as a possible hero day for Akers in fantasy. He's worth 11% if available in your leagues. Jarek McKinnon is 52% rostered. This is a PPR special with a little bonus upside. Bad news is I don't think you can play him in this week's game against Denver or in Week 17's game against Denver. In between those two are incredibly soft matchups against Houston and Seattle, though, and he's very streamable in those games. Six uh, percent bid on Jarek McKinnon, and we mentioned Zonovan Knight last week. Bam Knight, he's pretty legit. He's rostered in just over half of leagues. Might want to look and see if he's available because he's probably got the Jets' backfield for the rest of the year. Wide receiver. Uh, there's only a couple guys I'm going to mention. Not a great wide receiver pickup week. Uh, the first two are on the same team, DJ Chark and Jamison Williams. Chark caught five of six targets for 98 yards in last week's blowout win against the Jags, and he's finally healthy. Jamison Williams was active for the first time this year, but he was on a major pitch count there. Uh, this week, both of them get the Vikings, and it's likely that the Lions wide receiver group, which includes Amon Ross St. Brown, will hit 300 receiving yards in this game alone. After Garrett Wilson absolutely just dismantled the Vikings secondary last week. The Vikes give up a ton of yards, not a ton of scores, so beware there. Uh, The Jets is the matchup next week, but after that, it's the Bears and Panthers, and they aren't particularly 
uh, daunting tasks right there. Both are worth around 8% in the free agent markup where available. And the only other wide receiver I want to mention is briefly, I'm gonna, I highlighted Michael Gallup last week. Go get him if he's still around. He's fully healthy and a clear number two behind Lamb, and the Dallas Cowboys offense looks like it's really gunning right now. Tight end. Uh, Greg Dulcich is 41% rostered with Cortland Sutton dinged up again. The Broncos used Dulcich in more of a wide receiver role. Uh, he's just like Kyle Pitts, except he scores more touchdowns. Throw me a freaking bone here. He had six catches for 85 yards last week. He'll have to be a major option this week as the Broncos face the Chiefs and will likely be in catch-up mode all day. And then finally, it's kind of the tight end wasteland, so you're streaming those tight ends against bad tight end defenses. And I've been focusing on five this year. First one, the Seattle Seahawks play against Carolina this week. That's Ian Thomas or maybe even Tommy Tremble. Those guys are deep league streams there. The Cardinals face the Patriots, and Hunter Henry seems to be poised to score a touchdown in the desert. He's one of my favorite pickup and plays this week. The Dolphins face the Chargers, so you can fire up Gerald Everett. The Lions face TJ Hawkinson in his revenge game, his return to Ford Field. And the Pats face the aforementioned cards. And Trey McBride is an interesting candidate this week. You'd have to be pretty desperate to start him as he's only getting about three targets per game. But the matchup's right. So the Patriots give up a lot of touchdowns to the tight end position. That's it. That's the podcast for today. Uh, I will be back tomorrow previewing the Thursday night football game on the Shock Fantasy Podcast. And we will talk to you then. Have a good night.